Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment we're back after a long weekend uh, that was nice to have an extra day off that's just oh sleeping late going to bed early it's the best I was sort of shocked more hurt that you did not come out to the fairgrounds yesterday uh, for Twin Cities Live we did not have the day off. We were doing the show, and you, I thought, had said that you were going to come out and check it out. Nope, I didn't. Oh, that was a bummer. Yeah. There were a lot of people out there yesterday. lot of people out there yesterday. Man, Oshevitz. Oh, I bet. I was wondering if tomorrow would, uh, I'm sorry, yesterday would be the biggie. I think Saturday. Saturday, it's that funny, Saturday and Sunday, there was 153,900 on Saturday, 153,400 on Sunday. I don't think Monday will eclipse those, um, but still, it just felt, just felt a little Busy. more packed, especially yeah. if you know you were like us and you were out there on days that day one of the fair. Remember, we only had 61,000 people. Yes. That were there a yeah. few days in the 80s, which was uh, 80,000 folks, that is. It was, uh, we'll never have a fair like that again. Never, ever. What do you mean? We'll never have a fair that low attended. Oh, got it. Yeah. Again. You know, it's sure. just, so I hope if you got out there, you you enjoyed the fact that it wasn't elbow to elbow. Or, I know uh, I did. I heard it once described. Uh, butts to nuts was how someone else describes walking around the fair. Ew. Oh. I know. I, was, I don't oh. know. For some of us. That's like, <laughs> are we going into the birthing center or something? Oh, or man. Like listen, I tell you what. I looked up close. We had a cow on the show yesterday on Twin Cities Live. Yeah. Oh, yeah? This cow. I, Kelly Hansen was uh, co-hosting with me yesterday. And so we're walking from inside of the Five Eyewitness News building to behind the building where they had brought a cow. And... I somebody stops me and says hello. So then I'm saying hi to some folks, and I meaning I then get over to our next spot um, a little bit later than Kelly did. And by the time I get there, she said that cow just sneezed on me, and she got <laughs> cow phlegm, full no. green situation oh. on her face. Ew. One of the crew had to offer up a flannel that she had, and she was like, "Here, you need to wipe it off of your. Fa- you need to wipe it oh, again." Bless her heart. And I looked at this cow, guys. And it was all but frothing at the mouth with just phlegm. It what was, was wrong with it. it I is. don't know. Um, what a cow COVID. It looked like it had coronavirus. It was <laughs> just all messy looking. And then Doris, um, who works with all of the cattle out there at the fair. I was hoping that was the cow's name. D- no, no. That, the cow's name was Barbie. <laughs> oh, and I okay. was all the more confused because by the time I get over there, 
Doris says to me, I didn't know that uh, that everything that had occurred, and Doris said to me, oh, Barbie's just having a little bit of a moment. And I oh. thought you meant Kelly was being too high maintenance about getting cow snot oh on her. Oh, my God, calling her Barbie. I thought she was calling her Barbie, and I was like, oh, shoot, the gloves are off for Doris. And then I realized, no, it's the, it's the cattle that she's referencing. That cattle, the cow's name is Barbie. Just blew snot on Kelly, and I've shown up late to this whole situation. It was, and the cow was like writhing, ready to get out of there. So we were thinking, is this cow gonna run? Is it gonna overpower the human handlers that it has and say, I'm done with the fair, get me out of here? That cow's been there 13 days. Yeah. I wonder how fast a cow can run. I bet faster than we think. Yeah. And they're so big, heavy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then they're uh, so cute, though. Those faces and those nostrils, I mean. I think they look a little crazy, especially when they're frothing at the mouth with phlegm. Well, anybody would. (laughs) That's right. Think of a beautiful person. Now think of them frothing at the mouth with phlegm. Less attractive. Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, they're so cute. That's why they have all those paintings of them, you know, and those those, uh, silk screens. You know what I'm talking about, you guys? I don't know if I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, they're, they're always selling those canvas paintings of just a cow head. No? No. Maybe I'm shopping. When you say they, who do you mean? I mean, you know, they, those people. Well, she's saying this because she has like a patina cow situation, a oh, cattle, yeah, a bull right. or something mm-hmm. in her kitchen with horns and everything mounted up on the wall. So just like we get Instagram at, like I get them for bunions, Donna gets them for cow art all the time. <laughs> All the time. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll I'll link up some pictures of what I'm talking about for everybody <laughs> oh, else. It's a, it's a big thing. It's, it's a thing. Huge. Cows are very in. They're very big right now. Uh, very big. So big. <laughs> very, very big, frankly. Oh, um, my gosh. Uh, did everybody read the book? Yeah. Get to the point. Yep. That, okay, so we'll discuss that yep. coming up at 930. Billy Summers by Stephen King. We are all at the page that we needed to get to. Um, Plus, thanks for giving me permission to read two more pages because I had stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you had to get to that point. Uh, and I read an extra page after that. You did not Yeah, I, come on. It was, right, it was right next to it. We'll no, talk about it. No, but that's no, a new no, chapter. All right, we'll talk about it. It was Damn. just right there. It was, I didn't even have to turn the page. I just had to look over. Uh-oh. What happens next? So, uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll get into uh, to that at 9.30 during our Donna and Steve read-along. Hashtag it's not a book club. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Our kids' first day of school was today. We do it oh. the, the good old-fashioned American way out here in the Southwest Metro, which is the day after Labor Day is when you go back. I have to tell you this quickly, though. I get home yesterday after the Labor Day show, and Lou had gone over to her friends for like a little bit of barbecue. So I come home. I lay down on the couch for a few minutes just to sort of re-energize. And then as I'm on my way out the door to go to this Labor Day party, I look, and there is a sheet of paper. And it says at the top, last day of summer fun. Now, my daughter, Adeline, had told me the day before, what time are we going to the barbecue? Because we plan to really squeeze a lot of things in tomorrow. So I said, well, you guys are going over at four. So then I see this checklist. I posted this on my Instagram at KSTP Steve. But uh, here's how it reads. Listen to this day of squeezing out the last drops of summer. Okay. 11 a.m. to 1130. Chalk. (laughs) 1130 to 1155. Ring toss and prizes. I don't know where these prizes are coming from. (laughs) 11.55 to 12.05, bubbles. Here's one I don't know what it means. 12.05 to 12.20, 
White Fang Bachang. That it's some it it's sounds sort of sketchy. Um, it's something that she and her buddies I think have come up with. Anyway, then twelve twenty to one o'clock is a picnic party on Addie's patio. One o'clock to one thirty, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get ready for a photo shoot immediately after that. One thirty to one thirty-five, last minute checks for photo shoot. One thirty-five to two o'clock oh is the God. last day of summer photo shoot. Karaoke, duh, she wrote. Two o'clock to two forty-five. Then a hula hoop contest with more prizes, 245 to 315. Oh, my God, I feel so pressured. Who's she doing this with? With neighborhood friends. Oh, okay. Gum blowing contest and prizes <laughs> from 315 to 330. This Gum isn't blowing. your wife. This is your daughter writing this. this is my, yeah, this is not my wife. No, I <laughs> just said a I lot of know. words. When I saw it on your Instagram, I was like, she's so organized. I, just, no. I don't know if I can handle all this pressure. Your no. daughter is going to be like... Uh, Type really a. super type A. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, that seemed pretty well uh, hammered out. And then it was say goodnight at 6 or 7 o'clock uh, slash like see you tomorrow. So And then Aww. all the kids got off. Oh, my for God. The, Did uh... she keep everyone on schedule? Did she have a clipboard? I, I heard they it. were able She's to like do. <laughs> <laughs> they were able to do most of it. Oh. Um, I don't think they checked every box. I don't know who could. But they squeezed out their last drops of summer. And now the school year for all of us is officially here as we are in the throes of the greatest month of the year in Minnesota, September. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Oh, and hey, real quick, uh, yeah. we're up against the clock. In fact, I'm going to save it for when we come back. Okay. I'd like to pressure us into starting something tomorrow. No. No, no, no. Hey, Donna. Hey. Donna. Hey. Well, mm, hey. We will talk about the latest movement that you can join. Don, you are cordially invited. I'll tell you what you're invited oh. to. When... <laughs> When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Oh, yeah. Everything entertainment. Producer Don McLean. And we got something what? to with that. What's your problem? <laughs> What's your problem? I just said to Don, this song sucks. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I love it. Yeah, Donnie, you got to think, this is like uh, you're chilling at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, okay. He's got a great voice. You're blowing like, uh, you have one of those bubble pipes. (laughs) Bubble pipes? Yeah, can't smoke in the house. A robe on. Yeah. (laughs) A robe on. Hey, don't go into things that make you go, huh? Okay. I don't know if we're going to have time for it or not. All right. What do you got? You know that I am... I'll turn this song you hate off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's yeah, subjective, you know? I know, but now we got her in a bad mood. There's no way she's okay. going to go for this. All right, oh, here's shoot. the sitch. Um, I like to pressure people into things. Okay. And I think I'm just going to be impulsive and do it, do it now. Mm-hmm. Donna, we talked about this last week. We mentioned it on our Saturday broadcast from the State Fair. Don, you are cordially invited, although I know that there's a little bit of scar tissue here at this station when I bring up something like this. I would like us to do a three-day juice cleanse. Okay. Hashtag Rajneesh, your spiritual father, is here to lead you in the way of okay. nutrition yet again. I'm totally down for this. Well, here's the thing, though. I'm feeling kind of impulsive today. Well, I'm not. Okay. And what I think we should do is uh, there's a company called Squeezed, and I ain't getting paid for this. I'm open to it in the future, but I'm not getting paid for this. (laughs) Squeezed, um, they say if you order by 1 p.m., you will get your drinks, of which you get six drinks, delivered to your abode by 9 p.m. tonight, which means tomorrow 
Think of this. Hear me now, Donna. Hear me now, sister, and you're going to love this. That would be a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday cleanse going into the weekend refreshed, the whites of our eyes like porcelain, feeling rejuvenated, a nutrient rush direct to our bloodstream. Steve, how much does it cost? Well, I'll tell you. Their three-day plan of which you can choose. Do you want your juices to be fruitier? Or have you done these before? Maybe you could tolerate more veggies. Do you want there to be a spicy drink option? Great, we can do that. That helps to jazz up your metabolism. Jazz it up. You can choose accordingly. But then what we do, post-fair, you know, I got my the, the innards of my body right now is coated in poutine. And so for the way for me to cleanse this from my system is a three-day cleanse of which we don't have to blend a single thing, chop anything, peel anything. You have your six drinks each day and you're ready to go. You got your breakfast drink, your snack drink, your lunch drink, a snack drink, a dinner drink. <laughs> and then I think there's like a nighttime milky drink. I see a hand in the back. Uh, Donna, we'll go for you. Um, one thing I'm seeing that mm-hmm. I don't quite like is that these aren't thick. Like, sorry, Dawn. These mm-hmm. aren't shakes you know we did this before with smoothies sure these look like lemonade type of consistency yes they are i think thinner in texture i don't like that but technically the dr oz cleanse that we did a few years ago when we damn near started a religion out of it was supposed to be proper juicing we just blended it up or did it in a ninja or a nutribullet so the, the nutrients are going to be the same. I get it. It might feel a little less filling, but six drinks throughout the day. We'll be able to do it together. We order by 1 p.m. Anyone within the sound of my voice, if we commit to this, oh can God. do it. He's like a sales guy. And then we can, all, we can all talk about it together because we'll know as we're sipping a drink, our mid-afternoon snack drink, thinking, oh, man, this is tough. Well, good thing. I'm not alone. I'm joined by tens of thousands of Donna and Steve listeners. Who have also oh paid the price, God. which is you eighty? Mean, you mean like all the people that showed up at the fair for your broadcast? God, <laughs> come on! <laughs> Those people, yeah. Those eight people. <laughs> if maybe three of them convert and spend what I believe is ninety dollars for a three-day cleanse, but think of this: you won't spend money on a single beverage. You won't spend money on a single bit of food. And I don't mean going out. I also mean eating whatever is in your house. This money is a fair shake. We're going to get through this $30 a day, 10 bucks a meal, not to mention the snack drinks. The, the cost per use is really a good situation, not to mention the total body reset and toxin flush. Why is he not working in our sales department? That is going to happen. I don't understand. How did you end up as talent? <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's let's get down to question business question for a long time. Let's get down to business. What are we thinking? Don't give me an immediate yes or no. Just tell me what your feelings are when I say all this. And I want you, as you answer, to think about the whites of your eyes being whiter than they've been in a long time, representing the state of your liver. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, can we do it next week? Next week is for losers and lazy people. <laughs> this is the Minnesota New Year. There is no time like the present sees the day, if not now, when, if not us, who... <laughs> Not me. I have a question. Yes, please. Don McLean from the morning show. Now, Steve, why are you so motivated to do this juice cleanse right now for you? It just feels like a good time. As I sent the Did kids you off eat today. Too much at the fair. That's my question. No, you know what? I have to say this, and not to blow my own horn, yeah. but I uh, I didn't gain any weight at the fair this year because I exercised a lot of the nights. And didn't eat a lot when I got home. So I normally go up somewhere between four to seven pounds of just bloating my body. Tons of sodium, tons of grease, mm. tons of fried things. But no, I feel good. And now I just want to like just start like a bat out of hell this September. Well, what do you got to drag us into it for? <laughs> well, Don, Donna, I know that in your in your heart of hearts... You want to do this? You want to reap the benefits of it? And you know why we do it now? You know why we do it today? I'll tell you why. It's because of that resistance. That sometimes is actually a nudge in the right direction, though we don't see it like that. Because it's good to do hard things. We need to embrace that more, the challenge, the grit required, the discipline. You're going to feel better emotionally at the end of this week, and you're going to feel better physically. If you're just joining us, this is not an infomercial. Kind of. Sort of. I mean, we order it by one. It's delivered to our doorsteps by 9 p.m. Yeah. And here's the sitch. You can still do coffee. You can do coffee. You can do coffee. I'm not a dictator. I just wish it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, not Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Don't act like your Friday includes going to a rave. You're going to sleep. But I have lunch with Amy Klobuchar, so I have a lunch. Oh, Oh, I'm not going to bring in a juice cleanse drink political name drop there <laughs> Jeez Louise. It's because our station did really well with things and i'm <laughs> inviting myself that's it's awesome. an award we received you guys probably can't make it because it's at noon but yeah yeah we received a very special award very big <laughs> very big anybody else besides klobuchar gonna be there frankly i never listened to the station <laughs> um, well, wait, wait. Bosses. Now you're deflecting now with Amy Klobuchar. I get it, but Donna's not going to be there. D Bone, what do you say, bud? I we say in? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm in. If you're doing it, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'd be out. So she wants to do it next week. Correct. What she's saying. Yep. I'm out. I'm going to order it right now. All right. Start good tomorrow. luck. Have a good time. Whatever. I hope your life <gasps> no, gets better and better. It. Gets better and better. Okay. Oh. <sighs> All right, when we come back, let's talk about our read-along. We're reading a Stephen King book. Let's see if everybody got to the assigned page. We'll talk about it coming up next. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McLean hanging with us for another half hour. Ooh-wee, I'm so glad we're all doing this. This is so much fun. 
We yeah, are, we're friends. Yeah, we're buddies. We are reading a book by Stephen King that Steve wanted to read. Sucked us into that. It's <laughs> Next called, is the juice glaze. No, no, no. I've done the book. Yeah, that's a lot. That's enough. That's a lot. Uh, it's called Billy Summers. And uh, we were supposed to read up to page 250. 250. We've had problems as a class up to this point, all finishing at the same page. I think this is the first time that we have all ended we're at the all same on the spot. Same page. This is really, really wonderful. Donna, you said, wait, go to page 252. That's the end of the chapter, and that's a really cool place to stop. I would argue page 253 is an even better place to stop. Really? But, it, but I mean, it ends in a really dramatic way. Yeah, it was a cliffhanger. On page 252, yes. which is great. Oh, boy. Now, here's what you should know about this Stephen King book is it is not a horror. It's not like classic Stephen King. This is a... Uh, this is a thriller, hitman, suspense sort of a thing. Nothing paranormal or magical. Not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we don't know. There's, we don't know what's coming. We're only halfway through. All I, I'll say this. Regarding the, the final, let's say, 20 pages of what we just read. Yeah. I mean, you start to feel for this guy, the character, Billy Summers who has, at this point, been hired to perform a hit. He's a former sniper um, from the Marine Corps and from the military, and he's got skills. And he, after the hit that everything is leading toward, then he, by chance, finds himself in a really precarious situation. But the alternative that he gave of just not doing anything yeah, would have been terrible. Would have been terrible. But this situation, he continues to say, I'm Great. bleeped. I'm bleeped. Yeah. And he seems bleeped. He seems really bleeped. I don't know what he was thinking. You got Mm-mm. to, though. Because Mm-mm. he's got a few different identities. Yes, he does. And he doesn't seem to be using the one that he should be at this point as far as his physical appearance goes in oh, this sure. predicament. Which is like, what are you doing? She's going to have to. <laughs> he has just picked up a partner who's got to stay with him the rest of the story. No, right? I hate this. this I is, don't know. I do you not it like stresses this? stresses me out, too. It really stresses me out. I was like, you put on that wig and mustache and put on a raincoat <laughs> and get to that car. And put on that pregnancy belly, too. And call, you know, the neighbors and say, I can't water your plants anymore. But see, what happens is, um, and, and we are we are sort of spoilery talking about the book because that's the read-along rule. You know, we need to like we all going to be at this page and then we're going to talk about it. here's the thing um he he's done the the big job that he was hired to do he does and now he's got to lay low but then when this seemingly the aftermath of a crime then occurs right outside of his apartment where he's hiding out he had no choice because if he didn't do anything there he said the cops are going to come knocking on knocking at the door doors. Yep. and they'll be like wait a minute you kind of fit the description, or we? What's your story? Why are you here? And then they start digging, and then they find out about him and the hit that he did. Yeah. So he's trying to be a good Samaritan, but he's in a really terrible, terrible this situation. Is exactly what this book needed at this point. This story, it needed something more like the stakes to be raised. Why are you groaning, Don? Because it's so uncomfortable, and I want him to be. He's been so precise, and I love all of the elements of planning that he has and how he thinks about every move he makes 
I love that. I'm like, yes, that's a dream, you know, for yeah. me not to be a hired killer, but, you know, <laughs> somebody that has to plan out every little detail and think in advance and have different identities. I think it'd be fun. Maybe like a secret shopper or something. You know, I'm not, I'm not a hitman, but, you know. It's funny to me the things that stress us out versus what Steve has a problem with in the <laughs> right. book, you know, because some of the details about things that happen to a person's body. When... Uh, here's the thing. Here's <laughs> oh the thing. my God. Oh, I don't read, first of all, I don't read like ro- romance uh, novels or whatever. I said Stephen King is creepy. Yeah. And here's what I imagine. Hello. Yes. I told Donna this uh, a week ago on the State Fair bus. I said, here's what I don't like about this. When he goes into the de- the detail and starts using particular language and whatever, and he's describing a scene, and you know, you guys know, that ain't my bag. I'm not trying to read that stuff. And then I imagine, here's what makes it worse for me, is I imagine Stephen King... As Donna said, licking his chops at his kitchen table. <laughs> That's right. Wait a minute, I'm going to use this word instead. And I'm like, okay, oh God, man. He's still naked. At uh. one point, he referred to the guy's basket, is what he called it. And I was like, why do you, why do you even know this? I, I, I don't remember Over that. So many times. Yes. It's like his basket. Yeah, she pushed her. Yeah, it was the whole his thing. Basket. His basket. <laughs> And then he had a response to it, and I was like, oh, okay. And I'm just picturing the character. When I'm watching a movie, I'm not picturing the screenwriter, you know, well, coming you up with these scenes. Maybe there's a pattern, let me just say Really? That. This yes. is where he just like to, he likes to get his rocks off, doesn't he? It's weird, and then it's like you're reading Firestarter, and there's like, oh, please don't describe an eight-year-old that way. Please don't say that. And then oh, it geez. is the worst. It is like, really? no, you don't need to do that to take down a clown. You don't oh, need to do that gosh. with all the boys when you're 12. Oh, no. To bond. Oh, yeah. See, that's See, they didn't, weird they left crap. That out of the movie. It's weird crap, and every book has something in there that's, like, creepy like that that I don't like. But I, th- I bet a lot of boys can relate to that, what I think you're talking about right now. Sex. Yeah. Don. As far as the bonding thing, I think I know what you're talking about. At 12? About. Yeah, that's when you start feeling all the feels. What happened in it? Now I don't even want to know. But see, this is what Stephen King does, though. He's a good writer, knows how to really tell a tale and the suspense and all that. But then I just, I, I, it is totally, I do totally see Stephen King. Yeah, okay. I've got a new word I'm going to use. I love it. It's so funny. I didn't even notice he used that word. Put your apples in my basket. Yeah. Me, no. Likey. Like, does Grisham do this when he's writing suspense? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like if there's a scene with a woman. It's usually younger people. Oh, see, that's creepy. It's super creepy. I don't know. It's just like, what are you doing again? Come on. I'm not not convinced that this is going to end up being a good book. Even though it's been good so far. Well, Dawn, you and I. just. End it in the wrong way where you go, really? That's it? You you screwed it up again. He kind of screws up endings for me. <laughs> and he's going to get into, Don, I think you and I both heard a spoiler from Lori 
as to oh, an, oh, this yes. is going to get into, which is going to fit the creepy vibe yeah, all the more. This sure is what is, this guy does. Get into what? Oh, we oh there's a, Juliet said something to me. Did she it start goes, with the letter P? It sure did. And she goes, this is, see, this is all the kind of things that Steve doesn't like. There's this, there's <laughs> that, there's this. He's going to yeah. hate it. I think I know. it's pretty subtle. I don't think it's, there's a lot as far as... No, it's sprinkled. It's not like you're reading Fifty Shades. I'm not right. suggesting that. It's just, it seems like these moments, it seems, I just imagine Stephen King sitting straight up in his kitchen chair when he gets to these parts. How am I going to bring this his to His wife life? isn't home, so he feels like yeah. he's, he can write. Oh, <laughs> Lord. I don't know, man. Oh, wow. Whatever. See, I really like him. Now I feel... Yeah, that's because you're a pervert. All right, here's the thing. Um, Well, you're a prude. I know. I understand. Um, This. Let's talk about though. Just the overall building of tension and the layering of story. That is all really wonderful. He is clearly very skilled. At uh, I was amazed. Sometimes, see, I really do think of the author. He does over explain. There's a bit of overwriting. You know, at times. Sometimes the egg is is overcooked. There's no editor. He, yeah, at this point in his career, it's whatever yeah. he wants. Um, but I, I sometimes sit and think of these authors as I read a fiction book. And I think, man, they were just sitting there. They didn't have an idea. The pen started going. And then they created this thing, World. Yeah. this reality. And Very then this cool. left turn that yeah. comes out of nowhere. And you're and like, the story within the wow. story. Yeah, the sto- there's like three stories in the story. I really think it's clever how he's giving you the backstory about this character by Very creative. writing a book. Yes, so I agree. A, this guy's got to pretend that he's an author, but then he really starts writing and you start learning about his past and yes. maybe why he is the way he is. How he grew up in foster homes, you know, and being in the war. It's pretty clever. By the way, the guy that we thought was a tool and wasn't going to last didn't last. Mm -hmm. And another one didn't last. What about Georgie Piggs? Is he still around? I think so. I'm kind of confused as to who Georgie Piggs is. Nope. I don't know who any of these guys are. he's buried in the desert. Are you sure? Well, I mean, that's what he thinks. That's what he thinks, yeah. Because he won't pick up his phone. And he was the other one that was on the outside and seen by people. So he doesn't want to, you know. Oh, yeah. Is this guy ever going to get paid? That's what I was going to say. I think he should forget the money. Okay, so for our listeners, he was paid half up front. Or a little, a little less than, less half. than yeah. half. So he's paid like $500,000 and he's expecting another 1.5. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and it hasn't shown up after the hit but is really done it's successfully. Just the 0.5 because, you know, he oh, promised. He promised. Else. Also yeah. Stupid. I know. Why would you say the one? I don't know. He Why? said it. Say the five. I mean, he was only going to get 150000 to begin with. Say yeah. the 0.5. Say I'll double it. I have to give away a Come million. On. I mean, what are you thinking? That was so dumb. I don't know. And we're boxers that are not as loose. <laughs> yeah, that whole situation, as they describe him carrying a woman in from the outside, and the boxers, boxers keep coming down, coming down, I mean, down. And we're like, okay, this looks Uh-oh, real guilty. Immediately put on new boxers. Immediately. Oh gosh. Yeah. And then he, he gets into more detail about the boxers later, and. Mm. Yes, he's, <laughs> Those clothes in the dryer. Put them yeah. back on her and clean up that vomit. No, <laughs> I think he's right. He's got to leave the vomit there. So he can prove to he's her. He's got an alibi. Yeah. Oh, 
Uh, the book it's is really Billy Summers. Uh, it's yeah, we're in a tangled spot right now. The it's book good. is Billy Summers. It is by Stephen King. We're about halfway home, and uh, if you would like to join us, you can order it today, uh, and then maybe try to catch up. Let's figure out. Now, I'm going to suggest something. Okay. I get it. I've been really hard charging and suggesting a lot recently. Oh boy. I'm suggesting that we continually increase our reading. So I think by this time next week or next Monday, we get to page 350. And then the week after that, we have the book finished. I like it. Okay. Now, we are going to Men in Black, everybody that's listening right now, with this tone that I'm going to play. All right, play it. Okay, everything's been erased that you just heard. You don't know anything, so you can (laughs) grab the book today. You'll enjoy it anew. Uh, as it was when we come back it'll be time for if you see something say something donna did you see something i saw something um music producer mark ronson just got married wait till i tell you who he married that is coming up next on my talk 1071 hey good morning welcome back Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We've got producer Don McLean hanging with us for a little while longer. And I saw something interesting. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hmm. So, you know Mark Ronson, right? He's a music producer. Yeah. Robin, uh, what's his face? And he had that song together. You know what I'm talking about? Robin Thicke? Yeah, that guy. Wasn't that song with together the one they got sued for uh the marvin gay song uh oh great song i kind of want to hear it now what is it do Uh, the melody oh yeah wow it's been a minute since we've heard that right yeah 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 yes queen anyway he just got married and he married meryl streep's daughter oh really grace gummer um, he looks just like Meryl Streep. Oh, both I her mean, daughters do. It's incredible. I know. He broke the news on Instagram and he said, oh, listen how sweet this is. To my truest love, out of nowhere, you made 45, hands down, the greatest year of my life. And I'm sure it took me 45 years to become the man worthy of your love. I hope I spend every one of these birthdays by your side till my last day and beyond. Forever oh, and ever yours. And then in parentheses, he put, and yes, we got married. Uh, That's aww. fun. That's sweet. Aw. I love hearing about these couples that you had no idea, you know, were even a couple. Right. That's the way to do it, man. I think the way to do it is you got to... You got to not be so famous that people don't. are following you around. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good point. She is on, what show is she on right now? Mr. Robot? She was on? Oh, is that right? Yeah. And then her Meryl Streep's other daughter was on The Good Wife. Really? Um, yes. She was on The Good Wife? Yeah, her daughter, the one with the, um, oh, what's... Or The Good Fight. Wife. Wife, my she, gosh, okay. Let um, me look that up. Her, was ma- she... her name is Mammy. Mamie? Mammy. Mammy? 
Mammy, Mammy Gunner. real life name? Yes. Okay. And once you see her, you'll go like, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have to figure out what character she was. She's a Hold great on. character. She's very funny. I love The Good Wife. If you've She's never a watched lawyer. The Good Wife. <gasps> oh. Her name is Mamie Gummer. M-A-M-I-E. Okay. And she looks just like Meryl Streep, too. Hmm. It's a strong bloodline. Not yet. It's a strong oh. bloodline. It is a strong bloodline. Sometimes strong. you see that. One one side of the gene pool yeah. is just so dominant. Yeah, because especially if you have those strong features like chin mm-hmm. and nose. Yep. Yep. Right. Do you find her, Dawn? I haven't yet. I just want to know what character she played. Oh, well, once you see her, you'll know. Yeah, exactly. I'm just, they've changed IMDb, which I'm not happy about. Oh. <sighs> nope. They just give you the top cast and then you have to go find the rest of them somehow. I found Mamie. Uh, Oh my okay. gosh, Mamie looks just like Meryl. She exactly all casting. She was her. also there on The go. Walking Dead and Homeland and Dexter. Oh, you'll know her when you see her. You'll go, "Oh my god, I didn't know that was her daughter." Okay. Her her her. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the name of her character was, but she, okay, her character was it. awesome. Very quirky. Um, the way she handled some of the cases and she some wasn't of the... a redhead was she nope okay not she that. looks exactly not like job. she does okay oh the redhead is very funny too <laughs> yeah, i gotta go back and watch okay. the last season of the good wife and if you watch the good fight right now and you're not aware that it is a sequel to the good wife which mm-hmm. is one of the best shows on network tv mm. ever wow you need to go back and watch the and this is not my type of show but Jason and Alexis raved so much about it. I'm not really into like law procedurals. Yeah, yeah sure. Right. That's what this is. But it's so much more than that. It's amazing. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, coming up at eleven o'clock, I will tell you about a show that is not new. Okay. But I just randomly started watching it with Lou over the weekend. Ooh. And we did like a three episode binge, which for us is pretty. Solid, and I think we're now five episodes in, and I think it was a show that just got saved by Netflix, so I'll tell you what I'm oh, watching today. You're just going to leave us hanging for another hour? Deep tease. Damn. Yeah. yeah, girl. Stick around. Stick them up. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I have a, I saw something. I'm going to say something very quickly. El Salvador. Ever heard of it? <laughs> uh, apparently, they are adopting bitcoin as currency that can be officially used the central american nation will become the first sovereign state to make bitcoin quote-unquote legal tender meaning it is now an official currency alongside the u.s dollar Hmm. in theory el salvadorans as they're known can now pay for anything a haircut a house or even taxes using bitcoin wow uh, so they have a young guy in charge. I know. It's... Yeah, we need to wrap our heads around this because I can't. I can't. We're gonna be the old people with paper money, and, and they'll be like, "That's no good here." Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't know. I just keep <laughs> like reading if stuff I want to buy Bitcoin right now, do yeah. I have to do it in the form of like stocks? Like I More don't understand. Less. Yeah, you could go to like Coinbase dot com for instance. You could also do it on the Cash App, I believe. There are very easy ways, but it is similar to a stock transaction. You buy it at whatever its given price is today. And uh, and then if it goes up, the value of what you have goes up. If it goes down, the value of what you have goes down. 
So it's a gamble. So we should have gotten in on the ground floor. For yes. sure. Oh, my yes. gosh. We'd all be wearing mink right now and smoking pipes. Our people would be mad we're wearing fur. Yep. And we would have <laughs> we the would money to care. pay for attorney fees. We would be like, yeah. I don't care. I'm rich. Peter would come hard at us, and we would have our attorneys talk to them because we wouldn't care about attorney fees. We'd be like, whatever. We're going to pay for it because we're billionaires on Bitcoin. <laughs> Some people got loaded. Loaded. I mean, there Bitcoin. was a kid who just paid, uh, or he was just got like $45,000, like a kid who got in on the ground floor of some... You don't even have to get in on the ground some, floor. I mean, then you become super rich. But yeah. remember, we have a former employee from our building who no longer works there. And when I said, so tell me, why are you leaving? He said, quote, I got, I hit it big with Bitcoin. Wow. Just day trading oh, it. Did it last year. Crazy. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my God. You'll have to tell me sometime off yeah. the air. Oh, yeah. is this who I think it is? Yeah. Who's no longer here, but yeah. we loved him. You used to see him coming and going, Don. Every day. Oh, come on. No, yes, for real. It's true. You need to believe it. Wow. Oh, I, oh. Speaking of coming and going, um, Don is going to go. Rocco is coming in next. Uh, we got some music news coming your way.